0: Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Hello, stunt brainiacs, and all of you who've joined the show today on this. This fabulous kickoff of another week on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. I, uh, I spend time on this show, so I appreciate when actually people listen to the show and participate. And that is why the phones are open always. 888-900-3393. 888-900-3393. We had kind of a free-for-all Friday with a lot of you weighing in on different topics And uh, today, I've I've got a host of different topics as well. And of course, of course, we'll look at what the the latest fallout from the G20 and uh, what's distracting people from doing their jobs in D.C. uh, What's distracting people from doing, oh, I don't know, journalism elsewhere. And uh, I got a couple of crazy stories that I saw over the weekend. Uh, Really, seriously, really crazy stories. Unions uh, complaining about goats, for example. Yes, unions complaining (laughs) about goats, filing actual complaints about goats. Uh, People with too much money. There are people with entirely too much money in this world. I have proof for you. I'm not taking Barack Obama's angle on this. Uh, do you remember when he said, "At some point, you've made enough money"? No, I'm not taking that angle. I'm just, I'm just saying there are people who have so much money that they decide to spend it on things that are so foolish that you, you just, you smack your forehead with your palm of your hand and go, w- "What? What the hell are they doing? It's serious stuff." I know, I know, you're thinking. Really, Mike? You're starting off the show with shaming people who spend money on things that you don't think is a good idea? Well, I challenge you. I, I call you out to tell me if this is a good idea. Would you spend more than 5 bucks on one of those fidget spinners? Would you? I, I heard about the spinners, and you guys have heard me talk about the fidget spinners on this show. I've talked about more than one occasions. And how stupid I think they are. And yet, there are some people who tell us that they are necessary for kids who are ADHD in order to keep them in the classroom, in order to prevent them from, dare I say, spinning out, see what I did there? These, these little handheld distractions that kids who are ADHD are now allowed to have If they have a prescription from their doctor, they're allowed to have the fidget spinner. It's confusing. I know. It's very confusing to me. But the way the fidget spinner has worked its way into the educational system, not just for kids who are reportedly ADHD, but for every kid, it's irritating. And it's all part of our inability to say no both as parents and as educators. It's all part of our inability to say, hold on a second. No, you can't have that. That's, that's not going to help you. You don't need the help. You're just trying it because you want to be cool or be a distraction. And that's kind of what happened. The schools have tried to to block the fidget spinners for other kids. But I think in most cases, unless your school... If someone has a, a child in school or a grandchild in school, niece, nephew, and the school has said, no, we're not going to let you have the fidget spinner unless you get a doctor's note, I'd love to hear, hear from you. So connect with me on Twitter at StuntBrain or give us a call, 888 900 I would love to know there is some common sense out there because right now, no. No, there isn't. And here's proof. And this is also proof that people have too much money. We don't have a license, an intelligence test for people to earn money in this country. People uh, who are not as smart as I think I am have made considerably more money than I have. So I'm not jealous. But when they do dumb stuff with the money, I just want to grab them and say, "What what are you doing? Case in point. Christine Bungay of Carroll Gardens in New York. I think that's in Queens. She ordered a custom-made fidget spinner last night. Or, I'm sorry, last month. She saw it on Instagram. She saw this uh, high-end fidget spinner on Instagram. And uh, she thought, well, that would be cool. She works for Reebok in a problem-solving capacity, essentially. She, sh- she says she is the executive showroom manager for Reebok. And that job must pay just a whole lot of money because Miss Bungay spent $3,500 for a custom-made fidget spinner in the shape of two turntables that a DJ might use. 3000 Five hundred dollars. Now, as you are thinking, my God, what I could do with three thousand five hundred dollars? Uh, that I, if if I had that kind of money to waste on a fidget spinner. What could you do with that? What would that do? Would that start your college fund? Would that be the down payment on your car? Would that pay off all your credit cards? Because this lady spent that money to have something that she said would be really cool to sit on her desk. Hmm. Now, just as you try and wrap your head around the $3,500 for the custom fidget spinner that this woman had made, um, she also ordered two more. Two more that she spent a combined... $5,500 on because they're handset with Savorsky crystals or Savorsky crystals. Well, however you say the word, you know, it's a fancy crystal company. They're not even diamonds. They're not even diamonds. She now says that she fidgets her days away. I spend for three to five minutes every two or three hours just to refresh my mind and breathe. I spin it one last time before I leave the office. I love having those minutes to myself. I just now realized that I'd been sleeping better when I started this ritual. Really? Does anyone believe this? This reporting this reporting is in the, the New York Post from yesterday. Actual quotes from this woman talking about the fact that she is now she has spent nine thousand dollars on three of these fidget spinners, custom-made. I will tweet out a link to the story so you can see this woman. The woman with too much money. She's a woman with too much money, but she's not alone. It doesn't say if she's um, a parent or the other half of someone's life. And if if she's looking for someone, I may have found the perfect match for her. Because Christine Bungay... She's 42, according to the article. And if she's single, then perhaps we can get her connected to 40-year-old Evan Branfman. Evan Branfman, who who also is from the New York area. He's a a Huntington, Long Island resident who found himself checking out those expensive fidget spinners online for months. Thinking, oh, you know, I got to have one of those. I really need one. That would be the perfect thing for me. He spent $1,500 on a fidget spinner made from vintage gold-toned belt buckles that had been soldered together, also containing those fancy-schmancy crystals. Now, really, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Whether it's a a Porsche convertible or a, a fidget spinner, who am I to tell these people, how to spend their money. But really, at least a car you can drive somewhere. But a fidget spinner, which I'm sure the um, the fidget spinner business, the, the flame out on this is coming pretty quickly. The woman who makes these fidget spinners, the woman who sells these fancy schmancy fidget spinners, even told the Post quote, right now I'm getting about a dozen orders a week and my retail website hasn't even launched yet. Well, I think you better launch that website because I I hear the clock ticking on the fidget spinners. I'm just saying. I guess there's a high-end market for everything, but seriously, folks, um, $9,000 on three fancy fidget spinners uh, I know. Who am I? Who am I to throw that first stone, to cast that first stone? It's uh, <laughs> it's just insane. Now, if you've spent money on a fidget spinner like this and you want to admit it, I would love to hear from you. And you explain to me why. It's just not something... um. It's going to sit on your desk. It's going to be out of style in a minute. It's going to be like the beanie babies that people were selling for two, three, four thousand dollars, and then a few years later you could buy them for three for ten bucks at the flea market. Just a real, I'm mean, good for the businesses, I guess. Good for the businesses who are able to do this. I just wouldn't tell them to create a whole bunch of those $5,000 fidget spinners. I think you're going to be stuck with them, too. Michael Pelka on Pure Opelka. We'll be right back with some sane news, I hope.
0: You're listening to Pure Opelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Opelka
1: with Mike Opelka. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. You know, I just tweeted out a link to the story about the people who spent all those thousands of dollars on super sparkly and pretty fidget spinners. Uh, Senator Graham, you heard my story about the fidget spinners, about the the lady that spent nine grand on three and this financial guy. Uh, What do you think about those expensive fidget spinners, Senator? It's not the dumbest idea I've ever heard, but it's pretty close. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Just uh just checking out the Lindsey Graham opinion machine. It, we'll get into Lindsey. He was talking about a couple of different things from over the weekend. He was making the rounds on the Sunday morning shows. So uh kookiness. I also received uh an internal message after I did that story on on the fidget spinners from a cohort in the Blaze newsroom Kate Scanlon who sent me a picture of a stupid spinner from Harry Potter something called a golden snitch (laughs) don't you know snitches get stitches Scanlon oh my god what are we doing people what are we doing? I, I know what we're doing. We're talking, about, we're talking about people that get caught up in things, too, today. I saw something bubbling over the weekend on the internets, and uh, I, I chased it down a little bit, and I thought, oh, my God, this is the strangest conspiracy theory I've ever seen. And it had been forwarded by several people. And when you see something and you say, first of all, This is gold, if it's true. It's gold. It's okay to say it's gold, but you owe it to yourself and everybody you're going to send it to to try and track it down. And in this case, I did. I found the source. Now, picture, if you will, the liberal snowflake watching the G20 shenanigans, watching all the stuff that's going on, especially on Friday When President Trump met President Putin and the handshake that ensued in the preliminary part of their meeting was replayed over and over in a constant loop on CNN for about 12 hours. I'm not kidding. That corner of the screen, the top right hand corner of the screen was was absolutely burned with the Donald Trump Vladimir Putin minute and a half video. So it would not be a surprise if a bunch of people lost their minds. A bunch of snowflakes lost their minds. And, and w- one of my online buddies sent me this video. And I absolutely loved it. Ate it up. With a, sopped it up with a biscuit, as they would say. And yet, that little voice in the back of my head was going, track it down. If it's real, it's gold. If it's not real, it's still funny but you have to track it down. Here is the snowflake responding to the handshake between Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin.
2: Well, my is ruined. It's absolutely ruined. I get up and I go and I turn on the news. First thing I see, first thing I see is Trump. Not my president, Trump. Shake.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Did you catch that? Trump. And then she corrects herself, not my president, Trump. And I thought, wow, that's a real snowflake. Somebody that commits to calling the president, not my president, as soon as they say the name.
2: Shaking Vladimir Putin's hand. And I'm like, wow. You know, I mean, and then, and then to top it off, Trump, Trump. Not my president.
1: Once again, and she's on the verge of tears.
2: Taps Putin on the back. It was like a tap, you know? And I'm like, there is your collusion, people. Like, if you can't, if you can't see that, seriously, if you can't see that, there's something wrong with you. There's something seriously wrong with you. I mean, I should be an investigative journalist because I, God. And then, and then, like, Trump not my president, was looking at Putin, and he started blinking.
1: Wait, what? Wait, what did she just say? Let's go back to this. First of all, she's lost her ability to even. She's on the verge of tears. She keeps saying that her Friday is ruined, and now she gets into what possibly is the weirdest, wildest conspiracy theory I had heard.
2: was looking at Putin, and he started blinking. He was blinking at him and then Putin looked back at Trump and he was blinking at Trump and they were like both standing there blinking at each other. And it was like, oh my gosh, it's like, it's like Morse code. They're communicating, they're communicating, they're, they're plotting for 220. And I felt so, I felt so helpless, you know, like I I wish I could stop it. (sighs) Just my friend is just ruined. It's just my whole weekend's ruined now.
1: My whole weekend is ruined now. If you haven't seen the whole thing, you should see it. I did tweet out a link to it over the weekend, but it wasn't the origin. I went back and started doing some search work to try and find the original video posting of the handshake heard around the world. The liberals response to the Trump Putin handshake. It's from someone named conservative mama. Conservative mama. Mama. She is, first of all, this is a brilliant actress. This is someone who has posted a few videos on the Internet, and they're not getting enough views. So uh, I will post out a, a view to conservative mama. I've sent her an email to hopefully invite her on the show, but I, I think her, her snowflake impression is really good. Her snowflake cry, her crying was very believable. And her acting, I thought, was just terrific. Tell me if you agree or disagree. Conservative mama. I'm going to, again, I'm going to tweet out a link to it because you got to watch it. Share it with your friends. Realize it is exactly what it's supposed to be. Parody. And it's funny as hell. We'll be right back.
0: Part of the next generation of talk radio on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: I'm going to check in with the liberty-loving Latino. I guess he's not expecting to get an invite to Jim Acosta's summer barbecue. <laughs> I don't know if it's okay to call Jim Acosta a joke. <laughs> Maybe it is. It's his opinion. He's, he's welcome to it. But a little harsh there, sir. Let's extend the hand of goodwill on occasion to some of our brothers and sisters in the electronic media. Maybe we can disagree without being disagreeable. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, Lindsey Graham, you know, thanks for stopping by, Senator. Uh, Lindsey Graham, what do you think about people who delay, who wait, who have held off on trying relief factor, Senator? What, what do you say to those people who say, well, let me just think about it? It's not the
0: dumbest idea I've ever heard, but it's pretty close.
1: Yeah, I agree. And that's why I'm encouraging everybody, do what I did. Get on the bus. Relief Factor is an all-natural anti-inflammatory that I use. It's helping thousands of people in the Blaze audience. I know this because we hear from them. For example, we heard from uh, Linda and Jay, who tried Relief Factor, the all-natural anti-inflammatory that helps remove the inflammation and thus the pain. Listen. Listen. I've got constant pain in both knees and uh, in my left hip. It's just been miserable pain and I would just endure it until I was almost in tears and crawling along the back side of the couch for support. So I ordered it and Linda came home and I said I got this for us. In about two weeks, ten days to two weeks for both of us, we noticed the difference. All of a sudden I had to start thinking when was the last time I really felt that sciatica pull. When was the last time I was very uncomfortable by the end of the day. It has made a difference, just the way I get up out of bed and getting out of a chair. It's relief factor. Try the three-week Quick Start Pack for 19.95. Get your life back. Get get what I've gotten back. 19.95 for a three-week Quick Start Pack. The phone number is eight hundred five hundred eight three eight four eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. Or you can go right online and go to relieffactor.com. Before we went away for the break, I played you a clip from Conservative Mama. And um, I'm sorry, I get all caught up in those clips and I feel like I got to stop them and start them. And somebody said, look, it's only a minute and a half. Can you just play the Conservative Mama clip and let us hear the whole thing? And I figure, yeah, I can do that. So, so this, this is conservative mama with the handshake heard around the world.
2: Well, my Friday's ruined. It's absolutely ruined. I get up and I go and I turn on the news. First thing I see, first thing I see is Trump, not my president, Trump, shaking Vladimir Putin's hand. And I'm like, Wow, you know, I mean, and then, and then to top it off, Trump, not my president, taps Putin on the back. It was like a tap, you know, and I'm like, there is your collusion, people. Like, if you can't, if you can't see that, seriously, if you can't see that, there's something wrong with you. There's something seriously wrong with you. I mean, I should be an investigative journalist because I and then and then, like Trump, not my president, was looking at Putin, and he started blinking, he was blinking at him, and then Putin looked back at Trump, and he was blinking at Trump, and they were like both standing there, blinking at each other, and it was like, oh my gosh, it's like it's like Morse code, they're communicating, they're communicating they're they're plotting for two twenty and I felt so I felt so helpless, you know, like I, I wish I could stop it. It's just my friend it's just ruined. It's just my whole weekend's ruined now.
1: Brilliant and well done and all that stuff. I tweeted out a link to it. If you want to see it, you want to send it to your friends. I uh, hope to have this lady on because she's very clever. She has a, another video that describes the day before and the day after the election what the snowflakes were like the day before and the day after. But what makes that whole thing, this fake conspiracy theory of the blinking, what made it so funny for me was back in February, and I don't know if you remember this, after the inauguration, after the inauguration, well, the day after the inauguration was the march. Remember the women's march with the kitty cat hats? And at that march, there were myriad signs that said, free Melania, Melania's a hostage, all these kinds of crazy things. And right after that, we started seeing some very interesting stories, and they were obviously parodies as well, claiming Melania Trump is blinking the word help in Morse code. (laughs) Melania Trump is, is blinking help during her first official appearance as First Lady at the White House. (laughs) This is back in February. Those stories bounced around. And those stories, and now if we fast forward from January and January 21st when the the Women's March was held to today and the weekend after the G20 when you see the stories showing that Melania Trump is experiencing Quite a favorable bounce in the polls as a, a first lady there will still be there will always be people who are on the the far left side of the aisle who will never accept President Trump or anyone with Trump in their last name in any way shape or form. Uh, case in point what happened this weekend in in uh, Hamburg with at the G20 when the president had to leave, leave a meeting that was going on. Now, here's here's the deal. And I got into a little bit of a, an online kerfuffle, as it were, with Keith Olbermann. I'm sure, you know, who Keith Olbermann is former sportscaster turned leader or, or one of the generals in the resistance. Resist, he's always saying. But Olbermann posted his outrage on on Saturday, when Melania Trump was seated between Emmanuel Macron, the French president, and Theresa May, the British prime minister. It was only for a brief period of time, and it was at a meeting that was discussing this, is like a breakout session. You know, this isn't the main meeting. This was a breakout session at the G20 that was discussing something something pretty amazing it was it was about entrepreneurship for women and here you have melania i'm sorry you have ivanka trump who is a successful businesswoman yes she's a businesswoman who had a well to do father helping her get started but isn't that what parents are supposed to do isn't that part of a, a parent's uh, obligation is to try and give their kid everything they can to succeed, whether it is a, uh, a great education, a solid home life, maybe some seed money for what they're going to do if they finally choose to do something. So. Ivanka Trump has long been an advocate for helping out those people, those women who are looking to become entrepreneurs, and she's been a key voice in this. So when President Trump had to go somewhere, why it was perfect. It was absolutely the perfect time for Melania, who was in the back of the room, to come and sit in that seat for a few minutes and make sure the United States was represented. Someone, someone who is a successful business person. Well, Keith Olbermann lost his mind over this, and he put it on Twitter, and I. I I posed the question, Mr. Olberman, what do you have against a strong, successful businesswoman that you can't let her sit there? And and of course he said she was not elected, she's not successful, this is not a royal family, the whole thing. And yeah, no nobody wants a royal family in the White House. Hello, Clintons. But the the volume of responses I received after Olberman tweeted back at me, which he did. He actually responded to me with his little snarkism. And Keith Olbermann's been invited to discuss this issue on the show. I sent him a message saying, the phone lines are open, Keith. If you want to have a discussion about this, bring it on, sir. Let's have a discussion. But like so many bullies... He will throw the rock and then run inside the door and hide behind his mother's skirts and never actually face the people who disagree with him. Doors open, Keith. I also told all of his his followers, the niblets who follow him, that they're welcome to join the conversation as well. And none of them have. So today's vital question, today's vital question posted on Twitter, and it's, still got 16 hours left. I'd I'd love for you to weigh in on it. What do you say about Ivanka Trump briefly representing her father at the G20 on women's entrepreneurship? Are you fine with it? Do you believe she had no business being there or you cannot decide? Because currently after after about uh, what is it, about eight hours of this. Seventy five percent of you are totally fine with it. Seventy five percent of you think it's great. Twenty one percent say she had no business being in there. So more than one in five of you think it was inappropriate, which I think is interesting. And four percent of you can't make up your minds. But go to go to Twitter and respond, if you would vote and then pass it on, forward it to your friends. I'm curious, because guess what? Angela Merkel, the woman who convened the G20, the woman who decided where it would be held. Angela Merkel didn't have a problem with it. And she certainly has enough problems with the Trump family that it's very interesting to see that she didn't have an issue. So why should Keith Olbermann? There's only one reason. Because her name is Trump. Michael Pelka and Pure Opelka. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Pure Opelka,
1: Piero Pelka, there are um, a lot of things yet to get to today. It's Monday, so that means Dr. Wendy will join us in the uh, second, uh, third hour of the show. It's also, we're going to talk about some education and what we need to do to take care of our, um, our educational system and make sure kids aren't being molded into experiments for the government or just marketing opportunities, because I believe that's part of what's going on with Common Core and some of the other things that are happening in the classrooms. We're also going to talk about Amazon Prime, and and tonight at midnight is a big opportunity for many of you. If you're Amazon, I'm an Amazon Prime uh, member, not a not a paid spokesperson. I use Amazon Prime. I don't obsess about Amazon Prime. But I, I think there's something really interesting going on today, and it just shows you how clueless the cable systems are, and we'll get to that. Plus, I, I told you I have to get to the story about the goats versus the unions, and um, there's a Charlie Guard update as well, and today is uh, Pina Colada Day, Pina Colada Day. I'm just thinking on a day like this, on a hot day like this in the Northeast. It is, it is hot and humid here. A pina colada sounds pretty good, and for those who don't, uh, who don't drink, I- I'm sure a virgin colada would work for you. It's just one without the rum. So, uh, enjoy pina colada day and and crank up the Rupert Holmes record, right? Uh, and maybe uh, those of you having a flashback can appreciate that. Hmm. Um. Where, oh, oh, oh! We also have to get to. We also have to get to the running of the bulls. I know. Last week we talked about the running of the bulls, and I, I actually put out the call saying if anyone's run with the bulls, and one of one of our um, one of our faithful, one of our our truck driving crew, whose name escaped me. I'm sorry if I've forgotten it this morning, or this afternoon. Uh, actually ran with the Bulls a few years ago and shared the story. And to me, it's fascinating. Well, I have a story about a guy from my hometown, from Chicago, who ran with the Bulls, who made the news this weekend. And we have to get into that because if you don't believe lightning strikes twice, uh, then you need to talk to this guy. And we will share his story with you just around the corner so uh, education, of course, more G twenty stuff. I do want to get into what uh, more of what Lindsey Graham said, not just his uh, his clever comment that he keeps making, but uh, I want to get deeper into what Lindsey Graham said. Uh, he is he's quite a character, but sometimes he brings the clarity. And uh, endangered species condoms. No, we haven't devolved into the Jeff Fisher show here on a monday but the endangered species condoms story on the blaze that we have to address we'll get to that around the corner as well um and uh, i'm looking at my list here because i've got a lengthy list oh and yeah more fake news and more stupid news it's all coming up on puro pelka next hour after the break we'll be right back
0: With Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.